All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 20 of the Quality Control Show. As always, it's your hosts, Solomon and Zach. Zach, what are we going to have the displeasure of discussing today? Today, we get to talk about the new horror movie by James Wan, Malignant. Um, we were both excited to see this after seeing the trailer. Mm-hmm. We we are fans of horror movies. Yeah. And uh, we thought this would be an interesting watch. We were we were recommended this to us by a, by a friend who... I'm under the impression I don't think he hates us, but <laughs> after watching this movie, I have my doubts. Yeah. Um, it's not a horror movie, I would say. It, it is a weird mix between thriller and action. It is one of the most like wild movie experiences I've had in a while. Yes. Like, I was not at all prepared for what we ended up, what this ended up being. <laughs> I was just not ready for it. Not at all. No. Um, I mean, we'll get into it and we'll explain but this movie is full of twists and turns that you just don't see coming. Dude, yeah. And like And it full sins on those twists. What what happens is like there's parts of the movie that are just like so dry and generic. And it's just like, dude, like, you know, do you remember like the beginning of the movie? I was calling a bunch of stuff because it was just like yeah. typical scary movie trope kind of stuff. Yeah. And then we we like deviate from that stuff and you just don't know what the fuck is going on. We get off the road crazy. and go off the deep end. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, that is funny. You were saying stuff like, oh, the light's going to turn on and then it's going to turn off. He's going to be there and it'll turn back on and he's gone. And then that happened. And we were yeah. like, okay, that's kind of lame. Like some very like amateurish horror moves and like lots of reliances and like jump scares and stuff being in the corner of the room. But that was like the first half. And and then we just like, dude, it's like, um, it's like they fired the director halfway through and just hired a <laughs> dude who didn't know what was going on. And they just made his own thing. Yeah. And it's loosely connected. Like, hey, he's like, what Like, what movie am I finishing? We'll show you the last five minutes and just run with it. <laughs> That's kind of what it felt like. All right, so let's try and break this one down. So, okay, so first of all, the movie starts in, like, this this lab that's in, like, a, like, Kaer Morin, like, in this <laughs> castle, in, like, yeah. the side of a cliff. And it's like, whoa. Okay, and, dude, I remember, like, um, in the intro, they're, like, the windows are like glowing green and stuff. It's like, okay, are you making Frankenstein's monster in here? Like this is looking sinister as hell. And then it's kind of like some generic stuff where it's like the doctor, the patient is killing people again. She's like, no. And like (laughs) runs after. And you just hear like blood curdling screams from this room. Mm -hmm. And it's like, (laughs) um, she like goes in there and like puts a sleeping dart in and John wicks, whatever is killing these guys off screen. Mm -hmm. One doctor's arm just gets turned into like confetti. And, like, basically, like, the intro just ends with her saying, like, it's time to cut out the cancer. And you get, like, this weird x-ray thing. Just, like, just, like <laughs> screaming. And then you're yeah. just, like, what the hell? And then... That is funny. That's one thing to bring up is that the dialogue in this movie is terrible. Yeah. Everyone, everyone and all their, like... There's a bunch of weird one-liners in this movie. Dude, like... And, dude, <laughs> and like... What, bad writing? And, like, the... Like, the actual, like, acting and voice acting was not good either. Yeah, it really wasn't that great. No. So we have this horrible monstrosity in the 90s going on. And then it's, like, it cuts to present day and it shows our main character, who's this girl named Madison. Yeah. And it's, like, okay, so our theory was that Madison had something going on. Like, a tumor is what you said. Something that's malignant. Yeah. And that that was what we're going to run with. And... And we were kind of right. Yeah, because she was like, it's time to cut out the cancer or something. And then she, I was like, oh, malignant growth. I'm like connecting the dots in my head. Mm-hmm. So, dude, 
So this next part was just like comically evil. Was like <laughs> she comes, she comes in. Madison's come home from work. We don't even really know where she works. I guess like presumably at a hospital, right? Isn't that what it was? Because she's in Scrubs. Yeah, right? I guess so. I, yeah, I don't know. I, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, it doesn't like, matter. She like comes home and her boyfriend, I guess, is just like, yeah. "Why are you? Why are you back?" And she's like, "Oh, like uh, you know, I'm I'm pregnant as hell, and I just feel like shit, and you know, I needed to come home because I have a terrible headache." And then like he's like, "Yeah, I knew this would happen again, dude." And then what did he say is like, "Um, maybe you should just stop getting pregnant." Or something yeah, what like the that. hell? Like, it was dude, like the what? most over-the-top abuse dialogue I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, and like I guess like, we're basically told through dialogue that she's had several miscarriages at this point, and um, he says some wildly comic book evil shit, just like um, you keep killing my children. It's like, yeah. dude, holy sh! Like, um, and like it's horrible, like what he's saying. But like as the audience, you're sitting there and just like, dude, this is like not real just like <laughs> yeah, that's the thing it's so over the top like his like his performance isn't very convincing and then he's just saying these like super villain things basically <laughs> it's like damn dude and then he bounces her head off of the driveway <laughs> dude, yeah. so she, like she says something like totally rational like you can't say that to me yeah it's not my fault or something and so then he takes her head and slams her into the drywall and it and we were we both looked at each other we were like what the fuck like what is going on yeah and then there's like this ugly ass red blood streak down the wall. Yeah. And we're like, holy dude, shit. Dude, she is bleeding profusely out the back of her head. And she like, dude, like she doesn't call the police. <laughs> she takes some like ibuprofen and goes to bed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like she doesn't call the police. She doesn't call an ambulance or she doesn't even call a friend. She just like says like, damn, it's a rough day. And then <laughs> crawls into bed and goes to sleep. Right, one thing before we move on that I just thought of was that this movie has like its title sequence or whatever. And I oh, think yeah. that was a big indicator of what we were getting into. Yeah. Cause it was doing like all these random like flashes of um, like medical procedures. And it had this weird action movie like sound going yeah. through it. I can't even explain it, but like the, the intro looked like a, an edgy heavy metal, like music. Yeah. Video. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, and then, like, you see, like, surgery and everything, and it looked like the opening to, like, Black Ops Zombies, where it's, like, case files, yeah. you know, lobotomy, and it's, like, all this shit flying around. And Zach and I were like, whoa, because, like, we're flying right now. And this is definitely not, like, a horror movie type intro. Yeah. We went into this thinking we were watching a horror movie. Yeah. And this and is when we started to realize that we market, might... It was, like, kind of marketed as a horror movie, too. Yeah, I, I exactly. saw, like, some trailers on Instagram, and I was like, that looks like an interesting horror movie. And then I I saw on Rotten Tomatoes it was not good. <laughs> oh, really? And, yeah, dude, it has, like, a 50%. That's crazy. It may, may be lower. Take a look. Because I remember looking at, looking at it and saying, damn, that's rough. But I didn't want to tell you. Um, It's got a 76% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, that's higher than... Yeah. How many times can Kay leave a review? <laughs> I don't know, man. But that's... Don't let it fool you, because we're going to get into it. Yeah. Oh, God. Um. Yeah, anyway. that's That was a big red flag. Yeah, just really <clears throat> interesting. And we were just sitting there like, what what's about to happen? So then her head gets bounced <clears throat> off the wall, and she goes to bed. And then, like, while she's sleeping, her abusive boyfriend goes downstairs to like make some cereal yeah and this demon shows up and like okay, spins I him even, around okay i 
so without like jumping ahead too far, one thing I didn't think of was like we we know what the antagonist is by the yeah. end of the movie. How was it opening like fridges and stuff without being seen? Okay. Should we just give away the twist now so we can actually talk about yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Let's go ahead and do it. Let's okay, go ahead and do so it. Okay, we, so we go into this movie and we think it's a horror movie. Because you don't and... figure it out until like the very end. Yeah. And so throughout this thing, we have a bunch of theories about what's going on. And we'll talk about that. And <clears throat> so we have theories about maybe it's her twin that was at the lab. Maybe she has like DID. She has like psychophrenic, psycho... Schizophrenic? Schizophrenic issues. That's what I meant. Or... um. Or, like, it's this demon that's haunting her and, like, trying to steal her babies. Yeah. I made a joke about, like, a haunted tumor, which was not far from the truth. <laughs> so, spoiler alert. The twist is that she has a twin that is connected to her. Yeah. Like a... Um, what's that Conjoined called? twin. Conjoined twin. Yeah. And it's connected to her through the back of her head. Yeah, they share the back of her head. And, and her brain. Yeah. And it's like this demon monster twin thing that she was born with. Mm -hmm. And it can take over her mind. Yeah, like he, since they share the same brain, because you get kind of the lowdown from the doctor. And she says like, so what they eventually end up doing when she's younger, because she has all these repressed memories throughout the movie. So she doesn't even know what's going on. Yeah. It's like, they had to like cut, they had to cut out the twin. Because the thing is, this twin has like arms and like a rib. <laughs> yeah, it's like a body. It's never. actually kind of fucking creepy yeah and whenever you first see it like well what always gets me is like biological horror i i can't stand that shit and yeah. so this kind of like got me for a second but what they end up doing is like yeah they they take they surgery out like the rib cage and the spine and like little t-rex arms that are coming out <laughs> yeah. the back of her neck and shit um but they said like since since they share the same brain they can't really get rid of like it's head basically so they recess the head into the back of like her skull so that it's not visible mm -hmm. they literally push her brain back in yeah yeah <laughs> like what kind of medieval doctor like which doctor <laughs> shit is that so but, so anyway the twin in her is now just in her brain because that's all it can be yeah also has superpowers that let it talk to people through electronics. Yeah. And can like manipulate electricity. Like not, okay. Not even like manipulate. It's more of just like, Make yeah, lights it can flicker. like, it can like talk through electronic devices, like radios and phones. But we'll talk about that in a second, but yeah, like the, you just know some fuckery is going on when the lights start flickering. There's no real correlation tied to it, but it's spooky. Mm -hmm. And like, um, <laughs> what, what else is it? So yeah. Um, basically so anyway, it was dormant yeah. and then we find out that it it killed her three children by feeding off of them to become stronger so that yeah. it could start taking over and then brain. when the boyfriend cracked her head against the wall it woke it up i guess oh yeah or released it i guess so it could see really <clears throat> know but anyway back to where we were i have no fucking clue how the tumor in her brain opened the fridge yeah because like it looked like some paranormal activity shit because it's like fucking with the fridge and the toaster or whatever mm -hmm. and i'm like ooh, it's a ghost. well that's the thing is that it's like oh that's some classic horror movie stuff mm -hmm. but then once you realize the twist you're like wait that made no sense dude also like that whole well i guess like it makes sense because we learned it was fucking with her through her memories but like we're in the beginning of the movie we're kind of like led to believe there's like this invisible presence walking around the house and trying to break in do you remember that and like the front door is like opening and she like boards the windows and doors up and stuff 
Do you remember all of that? Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Which is like, it's like they switched the monster idea like halfway through, <laughs> kind of. I don't really. Well, know. they wanted the creepy horror stuff, but they they couldn't because it's not how it works. Yeah. So the boyfriend gets got basically. So yeah. Anyway, the well now with hindsight, we know that she by you. The twin's name is Gabriel. Yeah. It so lets Gabriel you know was using her body <clears throat> to, kill to kill people. And he's also, as the audience, along with the main character, your perception of time is kind of messed with by Gabriel because, like, Gabriel has the ability to make her perceive time differently. So, like, he'll go off and take over her body and kill someone. In this instance, like her boyfriend, you know. And she thinks that she's just hanging out. Yeah. Cause, like, she thinks, she, like, he. It's almost like he can implant false memories, kind of, yeah. which is like, whoa, <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, basically, her her boyfriend's head gets turned like five hundred degrees, and his like bone is like sticking out of his neck. She goes down. She goes downstairs and sees him dead, and then she also like sees Gabriel, which is interesting. Um, yeah, she has like a fight with the demon that we think because it like chases her. her around, and it, this is. We find out later this is just Gabriel fucking with her. She yeah. is the one doing all these things, mm-hmm. um, which I guess is kind of interesting until other things happen. But like, <laughs> yeah. um, but basically, like she calls the well. Actually, we don't know. Oh, the neighbors call the cops because they heard her like screaming and freaking out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, you got all these cop cars and they pull up, dude. And again, this is like another example of just really bad acting in my opinion. Like the the main cop guy shows up and he's like what's the situation like his other cop friend like the she's like the old head on the force Mm -hmm. is just like complaining about how it's like 4 a.m there's been like a homicide and it's like uh this like bright-eyed intern he's like what's the situation she's like this dude's head is like almost ripped off his shoulders she's like it's so exciting or something like that it's like whoa this is like some scarring shit you know what i mean yeah you're not gonna take this seriously at all yeah yeah like no like no one except for like the main cop guy seemed to be even phased by this horrific murder that's taking place it's hard to explain but like his head was turned all the way around and he his limbs were like in a pretzel yeah there's blood all over the floor you can see like his bone protruding (laughs) from the side of his neck where like his spine was severed (laughs) It's fucking brutal. And like no one seems to care really. They're just mm-hmm. like, man, that's crazy, but I'd rather be asleep right now. Well, that's one thing just about movies and stuff is like if your characters don't care about what's going on, then why should I care yeah. about what's going on? When the intern's like, Oh, this is so neat, it's like, no, this should be horrifying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, wait, is this filmed in Chicago? Like, is this happening every <laughs> like every week? I don't understand how you're not really caring. Because it was a horrifying like and the guy even says, like, this is some crazy shit. Like, this is a once in a, you know, career sort of case happening. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah. And then, em- so our main character's name is Emily. Is that her real name or is that her? Hey, I don't dude. remember. We're going to call her Emily. She goes by yeah. many names. One yeah, of them is Gabriel. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she's, she's shook. I mean, Emily is tweaking out, understandably um emily's sister also comes to see her after her boyfriend is killed yeah no wait emily's in the hospital um dude okay no, she never goes to the hospital no she does go to the hospital remember she wakes oh. up in the hospital bed and she's like catatonic oh because she realized she had another miscarriage yeah and she's still bleeding out the back of her head and no one seems to care the doctors don't even look at her bleeding head to see that there's actually like a little gabriel in there yeah well another thing that we kind of talked about before is that 
like she goes to bed and then she wakes up and her pillow is like soaked in blood soaked in blood and she's just unfazed she's like oh i gotta throw it in the wash again like dude how do you have any blood left in your body (laughs) yeah and also if any of the doctors had just like looked around yeah the doctor's like oh let me let me like stitch up the back of your head holy shit (laughs) there's a person yeah exactly like there's a little mini me in the back of your fucking head emily She'd be like, oh, I forgot it. Oh, another weird thing is that Gabriel, like, splits open her skull when he comes out. But then he just, like, puts it back. Yeah, (laughs) dude, they're they're like little automated sliding doors. Like, he, like, like, slides open. He's like, I'm here. And he's like, ooh, time to disappear. And he just slides (laughs) back. It's like, what the hell? So, this, this whole mystery is going on. And then we, I don't even remember, like, the order of events but now we get to this lady down doing tours underneath seattle yeah um yeah so she is like showing seattle's underground like old city that the new city was built on top of and so immediately you know she's fucked because it's super dark dank and spooky <laughs> down there yeah. so all of all of the guests leave she's wrapping up goes to this old timey register from red dead and throws some money in there and then, again, this is just like that classic horror movie thing where like some creepy stuff is happening and, and the person's like, I'm going to go investigate. Mm-hmm. So like all, all the lights turn off um, and she starts hearing some spooky noises. And so she starts like walking towards the pitch black like tunnel and she's like, hmm, something is amiss. <laughs> yeah. And then she turns around and like starts like slowly walking away and then she hears the noise turns around, pauses for like 15 seconds, turns back around, starts walking away again. It, it, as the audience, you're just like, what are you, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, like either run or investigate. Like you can't decide. And then she gets jumped by Gabriel and just gets bounced and then wakes up in an attic. Yeah. Well, that's another thing that I'm just now thinking about is like all of these deaths. Cause we'll talk about some more of them, but Gabriel always just fucks with them first. Yeah. Like he's like trolling like turning off the lights and stuff mm-hmm. it's just like mess like why why would you not yeah. just sprint at them with your superhuman abilities dude do like, whatever you want it's like gabriel's busted yeah gabriel's yeah. like crazy and um so yeah she so this lady who we still don't know who she is uh yeah we don't figure out for a long for time. A while yeah so she wakes up in this attic and is just like tied up and then gabriel is Gabriel talking through a radio, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's still talking through a radio. And he basically just says, like, I'm saving you for last. Um, mm-hmm. And then she was like, but first, Dr. So-and-so. So um, one of the characters that we see in the intro, the girl who actually tranquilizes Gabriel mm-hmm. is, like, the main surgeon who, right. who goes through that whole thing. And so she's just, like, chilling at her house, like, drinking tea. Gabriel just pulls up um mm-hmm. how does he like i i remember what he does to her but like how how does he show up again is he just chilling in there or like i don't even remember he's just there yeah i basically. mean it's the same sort of thing where lights go out she's like oh shit gotta call the electrician and then gabriel's there <laughs> mm-hmm. um and so gabriel symbolically takes like she has like a trophy for like excellence in surgery and doctor stuff. and brains her with it yeah and just clubs her with it like like an absolute maniac one thing i will say though is that i liked was that so we don't at this point in the movie you don't know what's going on so from our main character emily's perspective yeah emily who is also gabriel 
but from Emily's perspective, she's like at at her home doing laundry, and then like the world melts into so that she can see what Gabriel's doing. Yeah, if that makes sense. And and it was kind of a cool way to show it. It was cool. I yeah, I agree. Like it was interesting. And like at this point in the movie, like you are led to believe that she you don't know she's gabriel yet and Mm -hmm. so or gabriel is like part of her i guess and so she thinks she's mind melding with gabriel and seeing what he's doing in real time right um but then later we figure out that gabriel is able to fool her so while he's off killing people she thinks she's sleeping or doing laundry but that's not really happening and um so basically yeah gabriel brains the doctor and leaves um and takes the trophy now we'll get into gabriel's blacksmithing skills in a second but <laughs> so i think it's i think it's actually a good idea that you spoiled it in the beginning so because we can talk, talk about it because here's one thing that you brought up that i think is true is like these police are you know coming around and we assume that they're like competent doing forensic stuff and yeah. So if it's if it's Emily who is actually killing all these people, I mean, like she would have blood and hair at the crime scene, presumably, right? Because like we know she's bleeding, like we know she's bleeding a ton because of like Gabriel, you know, surfacing in the back of her head, and then she's also getting into like like altercations with these people. Yeah, that's well, that's the thing is that because while we were watching, we had theories about what was going on because it's a mystery and. uh one of us brought up that it was going to be like a schizophrenic thing where like her personalities are overtaking each other. And I said, there's no way because first of all, she's over here doing laundry across the city or whatever, Mm -hmm. which we find out the answer for that. And, but another thing is that like her hair is still her hair and her blood everywhere is still her blood. Yeah. And like her fists and feet are the same, you know, all those different clues. Yeah, totally. And so like, yeah, like fingerprints, that kind of stuff. Like her her shoes, you know? Like that would all be like All that hair. She, she has very long Tons hair. Tons of hair. And yeah, like I like she's not these are not like clean assassinations necessarily. Like these people she's like throwing them around. They're like fighting back and like pushing off and it's like Yeah. It's a fucking altercation basically. And so that was just kind of one thing we thought about. Like we discounted the schizophrenic like it was actually her the whole time thing because we were like, there's no way they don't catch her. If it and is. then they did it anyway. Yeah, <laughs> so they, they like, did damn. do it anyway. <laughs> okay. You hate to see it. Um, but anyway, we also get a scene of Gabriel blacksmithing his weapon in the attic. Yeah, we find out Gabriel is it, it just fits the description of like a school shooter. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, so Gabriel goes back up to the attic. This this lady's still there. The one yeah. from the pits that we don't know who she is. And Gabriel throws on some like heavy metal, gets the trench coat, like says, I'm the knight, and then <laughs> takes the trophy and like sharpens it into like a sword. <laughs> yeah. And it's like some Gabriel's on like some shadow of Mordor shit. It's yeah. like, damn. And it's just kind of like it's not like you're you're sitting there, you're like, hey, this isn't scary, but it's also not very cool. It's kind of cringy. It's kind of cringy. And it's just like, okay, you know, mm-hmm, for um, sure. You just don't really know what's going on. And so then, who do we have next? We have the the orderly guy next. That's in the bummy apartment. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the next death? Yeah, he's like one of the nurses or something in the mm-hmm. beginning. And um, 
Yeah, I. So he's just yeah he's in a like a hotel right, and yeah. um, yeah Gabriel just shows up and kills him. Yeah, just like crawls up on his bed like a little <laughs> spider, and then like brutalizes him. Yeah, and then the, it's another one of those things where like she's seeing it from her point of view, and then also at the same time, because it's hard to remember what order these things go in. Also at the same time. She is talking with the police. So this is the first time that she like, she acknowledges these visions and she leads the, so she goes to the police and says like, I'm seeing visions of all this these person murders. dying. I can take you to where they are. And the police are like, what the hell are you talking about? And then she takes him there and there's a body there. So we were like, Oh no, it's her sister who says all that. Yeah. Her, yeah, her yeah, sister yeah. like gives away everything without, <laughs> without any sort of like, tact or filter and so immediately we're just like dude the cops are arresting you yeah, like, her sisters you can are like the- i know where the bodies are yeah that's okay that's a red flag yeah like oh you know where the bodies are and y- you know you're mind melding with the person who actually did it okay i'm cuffing you well that's another thing is that the police never really question if she did it mm-hmm. this whole time until later but yeah like throughout all this they're like they're okay. all bored. Yeah. Like, that's not the craziest shit you've ever heard. Yeah, no, the minute, like, the minute this honestly, like, strung out, kind of crazy looking chick takes me to the scene of a murder that hasn't been discovered yet and says, look, I'm mind melded. Here he is. I'm saying, okay, you have the right to remain silent. <laughs> yeah, you know, in the cop car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all of that stuff is weird. And then it's like very, in- some pretty incompetent police work. Mm-hmm. So this is where. Dude, I'm trying to remember because the detective starts to figure out what's going on because he gets the files. Um, I'm trying to remember how this goes down. Because he, he I, yes. at some point he gets a pile of USB sticks. So okay, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he gets the he gets the patient file on Emily or yeah, on Emily from the doctor, the doctor's house when she's killed. Yeah, okay. And then I, see okay here's the thing i don't remember when in the movie this happens but emily's sister also goes back to the castle that's later that is later okay i couldn't remember yeah that's later because okay. that's not until the reveal of what's really oh going okay on. oh you're right because they watch like they watch like some home movies that have some <laughs> yeah. fuck shit in them yeah um, so anyway the detective figures out that he needs to find one of the other doctors that was there that mm-hmm. wasn't the main doctor because she's dead so he's he figures go... out the pattern that like basically everyone who worked on Emily's surgery is being killed. Yeah, so he's yeah. going to go to the other doctor and try and get some answers. Mm-hmm. But by the time he gets there, Gabriel has already absolutely turned this man's head into a concave potato. Yeah, exactly. And then Emily, Emily is being fooled by Gabriel again, but she thinks what she's seeing is happening in real time. But likely, likely it is happening or it's two or it already happened i guess i don't it doesn't really explain like mm-hmm. the delay how or how it really works but she knows that gabriel is still in there and so she's like screaming like he's in there oh shit and then he turns around here's the thing here's where i was confused because so the cop gets into a fight with gabriel in the bathroom which leads to gabriel running away and him chasing gabriel but i thought he shot gabriel i was pretty confident like he got a shot because like I thought the reason Gabriel ran away is because he was shot. No, I, I think Gabriel can dodge bullets. 
He's like the Matrix. Dude, so that's also like another question. Why even run? Because Gabriel's like, we find out later, Gabriel's like John Wick. <laughs> yeah. So I don't understand why Gabriel even had to run. He probably could have taken know. him anyway. I don't know. Uh, they wanted to have the chase scene. He's giving this movie too much credit. Yeah, I mean, they had this cool underground stuff. So yeah, he's like chasing Gabriel. And for the most, okay, I have to say like this, this dude is a terrible shot. He really, really yeah. is. But he's chasing him out the building, jumps down like the fire escape, and, like breaks his ribs. <laughs> and then, and then here's where he fucks up. So Gabriel like slithers into like this cr- greasy crack in the ground <laughs> into like the dank underground of Seattle. And so the cop, so the cop without telling anyone where he is or where he's going or radioing for backup just slides in. Yeah. I know you don't have cell phone connection down there. So he's chasing Gabriel and he is deep, man. Like they go down like eight holes. Yeah, it's like a minute of going down stairs yeah. and sliding down like uh, vents mm-hmm. and going all the way deep down into the dark abyss. You are in, like the labyrinth, man. <laughs> yeah, dude, there's that one scene where it's just like, it looks like surreal, like how old and busted up everything is. There's like horse carriages from the 1600s down there. I don't know how accurate that is, but it's like wild. Yeah, so we're in this underground and I, even I mentioned this right as I saw it was that there's so much smoke and fog down here. <laughs> it is goofy. It looks like a it looks like a Halloween like dance. There's so much smoke on the ground. It's just dumping out of these like pipes that are coming into this room. It's comical. Like Gabriel <laughs> just like Gabriel just has to lay down and he won't find him. There's fog up to the detective's like knees. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, also you shit. made the comment like because this scene where he's like running after gabriel is like 10 minutes long it's like dude you're not getting out you're not you're not remembering yeah. how you came in here well that's another thing that that i wanted to talk about was like they have their fight down there and whatever and detective misses like 28 bullets he and dude he whatever. also never reloads that yeah, never has reloads. like 30 shots and he never reloads and he also doesn't hit any so at one point gabriel like breaks away from him and then just like jumps to an insane height Mm-hmm. and gets away and i was thinking dude how is this guy gonna get out of the labyrinth down here yeah because he's so deep gabriel crawls out of like a hole in the ceiling like a spider yeah and then it just cuts to the detective back in the office mm-hmm. he's like hmm, that was a crazy adventure i was <laughs> yeah what? that's another thing of like just generally about movies that's so unbelievable it's like dude how the fuck did you get out of there like it's it sounds nitpicky but like this guy was so deep and then at any point, Gabriel could have just jumped on your head. Exactly. Because Ga- presumably Gabriel knows his way around these tunnels. You know, That's like a whole scene in itself. Yeah. Like Gabriel's just jumping around because he knows exactly where to go. It's like, dude, this detective just fucked. If Gabriel doesn't get you, the rats will. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, the gator's down there. I don't know. Yeah, whatever the fuck is down there, it's getting you. Yeah. The, the fucking, like, minotaur. <laughs> okay. So then... Uh, this is right around the time where Emily goes to like see her mom and she's like, mom, who the fuck is Gabriel? And the mom's like, mm, I don't want to tell you about that. Yeah. Here's some home. So then she's like, okay, here's these home videos of like, we just caught you doing weird shit. Like, ta- like, so I guess as she, oh. so after she was released from the hospital, cause they believed that they cut out Gabriel, yeah. she was adopted by this family. And then the family started noticing she was doing weird shit. Oh, yeah. So what was it? Um, the... It was like the birthday she, party. She said, the, uh, she said the, the medical staff had told them that Gabriel had died, which was a lie. Yeah, well, I don't... 
Well, they told them that the mom had also died. And that, oh, or maybe that's what it was. Maybe, and like, I don't think they ever told them about Gabriel. Mm, that's not good. Yeah, because like she's having like a birthday party or something, and she's like talking to Gabriel and uh-huh. stuff, and they're like, "Oh, that's some weird kid shit." Like that's weird, and they're like have these videos of her and stuff, and she's like maliciously whispering to herself at like the end of the table. Yeah, and like all these things were happening, and one thing I'm just like, so I guess Emily just doesn't remember any of that. I guess. Because I can kind of understand her not remembering. Actually. Because Emily well, does. Well, hold on. Well, Emily said she hold remembered. On. Emily said she didn't remember that. But she, she doesn't said, remember being in the hospital at all. Hospital with the Gabriel stuff. No. That's like some repressed shit, I guess. They said so like then, she'd repress those memories. Okay. So, but then she also didn't remember her talking to Gabriel like through her whole life. No, because I also, repressed. I guess like. Well, she said like she're the thing is she didn't look very young, like the child actress didn't look very young in those, but yeah. I think the idea was that like cuz like when her sister was born, she didn't need Gabriel anymore, so she just kind of forgot about him. Okay. Yeah, like cuz <laughs> I guess cause, dude. Cuz she was like uh she was like, "Yeah, cuz her mom was like, "Do you ever do you remember this birthday when she was like talking to her about the video and she said yeah. she's like well that kind of like i remember you invited everyone in my class and they didn't show up because i was weird so i guess she subconsciously fought away gabriel in her brain yeah i guess dude well <laughs> we figure out the genjutsu is a big part of this like the mental yeah. prowess i don't know yeah i have anyway things just right now it sounds like we're being weird but we'll get to a certain part of this movie where it just takes off and yeah, all gas, no so, brakes. Yeah, like at this point, all of this stuff has been kind of like generic horror movie stuff. Yeah. It's like, oh, she's had a weird past and like she's been talking to demons and things. And then, like, is this where the sister goes and gets the records? Well, no, this is when the lady falls out of the attic. Oh, because that's because she goes to jail. She she does all this stuff to the people in jail, remember? Yeah, dude. <laughs> well, okay. no, because that also... Wait. Okay, yeah. So, what, yeah. so what happens is Emily, her mom and sister are in the house. Wait, where's her mom? There was the cops. I can't even remember. Her mom's not there because they think her mom's dead. No, like her stepmom or the mom who adopted her. Oh, was she there? She's in the hospital. No, she's in like she's a wheelchair. In the hospital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or whatever. So yeah, it's Emily, her sister, and the cops. They're breaking it down because because the guy just got back from chasing Gabriel in the depths. <laughs> yeah. And then so the lady who we don't we don't know who she is in the attic. Um, she is able to get out of her like ropes and binding. She's walking around upstairs, and just crashes through the attic into the living room where this conversation between Emily and all the cops are happening. <laughs> yeah, one of these missing just... people. And so the cops are like, that's when the cops cuff Dude, her. I feel like that's such a... How does the attic just break apart? Dude, I know. I don't understand. And the, and the house is like four stories tall. So she falls like four stories onto yeah. the dining table. And it's... The whole thing was just funny. Also, I'm just pointing this out. That cabin... That... That attic was not insulated. Like no. all that pink stuff would be falling over her too, and then she's gonna get popcorn lungs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Movie's ruined. <laughs> Dude, it's just funny because like everyone was there. 
and then this old ass lady just falls like three roof. stories through the roof and smashes into the dining room table and they're like Emily, and they all just like look at Emily and she's like uh oh and Emily's like what and they're like you're under arrest <laughs> she's like I swear I didn't know how the she got the detective's like we found all of your blood hair DNA at all these crime scenes but I wasn't sure until the old lady fell through the, the roof old missing own- person comes through the roof of your house <laughs> So then, so yeah, so she's put, she's arrested. And she's questioned. So she's she's in the tank, the yeah. drug tank. And so she's getting questioned by the detectives. This is before she gets thrown in there, right? Oh, yeah. yeah she's getting before. questioned. And then she's saying, like, I didn't do it. Gabriel did it. Gabriel Gabriel's Gabriel. framing me. Yeah, and then the cops are like, shut the fuck up because you're crazy. Yeah. And then Gabriel calls the cops. Dude, so that's the thing. Gabriel can talk through radios, but he can also, like, call people's phones, and they have to, like, swipe to answer, <laughs> which is just weird. Yeah. Well, this is another confusing thing, because it, it was like, we thought Gabriel was protecting her, because, like, they killed the boyfriend, and then he killed, like, all the doctor people that worked on them. Yeah. So we thought that he was protecting her, but... Another thing is that the reason she gets put into jail is not just because of the lady, mm-hmm. but because Gabriel's like murder weapon and school shooter coat is also in the attic. Yeah. So it's like all framing her. Mm-hmm. But it's not, it is not to Gabriel's advantage to, to get frame thrown in jail her because like he is her. Yeah. You don't want to get thrown in jail. Yeah. So you're just in a cell. Yeah, exactly. Which ends up not mattering anyway. But, but then he like calls the police and, and they're like, oh shit, it was Gabriel? Yeah, because Gabriel Gabriel says, like, the dumb bitch didn't even know I was in her attic. And he just, like, confesses. And they're like, okay. And then they throw her in the drunk tank anyway. Yeah. And they're like, okay, we got to figure this out. This is when the sister goes and gets the uh, yeah, this the is file, when... the lost files. So first of all, she, she drives her, like, little Mini Cooper... <laughs> And parks at the edge of like the castle on the side of the cliff that is just dilapidated. It's like a, it's like Outlast. It looks like something from that. And she did. Oh, also we were joking about this because like when she gets there, it's during the day and she like waits until it's nighttime to go in, which is like, why would you ever do that? Like it's a super poor decision. She's she's like, I've got to do the atmosphere. Another, another funny thing was that, so she pulls up to the haunted mansion and she parks her car like half a foot away from the edge of a cliff. Yeah. And we were like, okay, that car's going over that cliff. Yeah. It's just like, what are you doing? Are and you just nothing tempting happened. fate? Nothing happened with the car. She just makes bad decisions. Yeah. yeah. So then she goes in at night to investigate the spooky asylum. Yeah. It, it looks super scary. Like I would never, ever, ever walk into this shit, even during the day. Well, like we were talking about this and it's like demons are not. There's a den of crackheads in there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like there's, there's, de- like there's definitely crackheads in there with like the really good possibility that there's demon crackheads in there. <laughs> yeah. You know, like you're, you're gonna find something. There's no mm. way there's nothing in here. So then we have the scene of like her making her way and like going and finding the files. Which what, that was another funny thing you brought up <laughs> was that there's this like warehouse of files. That she's like wandering around. Mm-hmm. She just picks a box. And it's the right one. And it's the right box. She's like, st- just goes through it. 
and pulls out like all the evidence you need for this movie. Yeah, just like <laughs> hmm, like there's no there's no alphabetical like labeling or anything on these dusty boxes. She just like knows. Mm-hmm. I she, thought that was funny. She was like, I have a feeling. Oh God! <laughs> it was the force it telling her. It was the force. So yeah. then, so she goes home and watches these tapes with her mom. Yeah, and this and basically explains the it's whole of the twist. doctor, like describing what's happening. Yeah, yeah. and we see the f- freaky ass dude. So I will say, at this point in the movie, I had hope, kind of. Like it wasn't great. I'm not. I'm definitely not saying up mm-hmm. until now was like good by any means. But like we we do see um, Gabriel like in the back of her head. <laughs> And it's, cre- it's pretty creepy looking. Yeah, that and, stuff was cool. Yeah, and then like they operate on him. Oh, dude, well the reveal was cool because she she's sitting there and like you see Emily and they're talking to Emily and they said we put Gabriel to sleep because we wanted you know to talk to you without listening to him. And they were talking about like you know you're getting more violent, you're doing things, and she's like yeah, Gabe. She was like saying like Gabriel will like tell her to do stuff and whisper to her and kind of like the things Gabriel wants her to do kind of turn into emotions and feelings, which turn into actions. Oh, we get a flashback before this too, where do you remember like the, the, the birthday cake where she thinks she's going to cut open the birthday cake, but it's actually like her pregnant mom that Gabriel. Oh yeah. Yeah. Kind of like taking one of the killer sister. Yeah. Cause, cause he knew when her sister was born that she would not need him, I guess. So yeah. Like at this part in like the, the hospital, um, it's implied that Gabriel's beginning to take over. And like the doctor mentions that she says like Gabriel's exerting more and more control. So mm-hmm. we've got to like snip it. So, and then like, yeah, so you see her and like at this point you don't really know like that Gabriel is her yet. Right. Until it hits you with the, uh, the panning shot where you turn around and there's like a whole half of a body hanging off the back of her head. And it is like, yeah. whole, dude, like we were like, holy shit and then the sister and the mom were like holy shit <laughs> like on the yes. movie they were like oh they were like screaming in horror like what the fuck is that because it's horrifying yeah. and Gabriel's like, like it's got like these skinny little velociraptor arms and it's like <laughs> it's like flopping around it's like oh my god Dude, it's I, horrifying i think that might be my favorite part of this movie yeah i i I know it sounds like you don't really like that kind of stuff, but I'm like fascinated when you ever do horror, like body horror and stuff. Well, well, I mean, like I like it in the sense that like biological horror does get to me, if that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Like, so then like, like we agree. Cause I'm like, holy shit. That's horrifying. Yeah. Like, um, one of my, so hereditary, my favorite scary movie of all time, but actually what I consider to be one of my favorite movies of all time is Prometheus really yeah yeah it's horrifying like i remember i was a kid when i watched this this is all side but like <laughs> yeah i still it's etched into my brain there is a scene where like one of the dudes in the spacesuit goes into the creepy alien cave by <laughs> yeah. himself and then he like looks and like there's this like creepy looking alien like staring up at him from the water and like a like an idiot he goes up and like reaches his hand out and it like wraps around his arm and like gets in his suit and right then, dude it breaks his arm and opens up a thing in the suit and then it slithers in to the suit and into his mouth mm-hmm. and just starts like feeding on his <laughs> intestines and i am like 11 years old like, <laughs> like just scarred it fucks me up 
Just dude, like, that, that's why that shit is awesome. Yeah, well, dude, they find his body later, and, like, his body is just, like, laying on the mm-hmm. floor of the cave, and the thing is still living inside of him. It's, like, in his mouth. Mm-hmm. It made it his nest. Well, that's, like, why, like, all the alien movies and Prometheus and stuff is so great. Yeah. that shit's fucking scary. It's scary, yeah, because, like, dude, I'm not concerned with this ghost. I'm concerned with this alien snake turning me into its <laughs> home, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, dude, just talking about it fucks me up. I hate that shit. <laughs> well, that's another thing about, like, all these horror movies, and I feel like all the newer ones is more like, ooh, the fridge opened. Like, when that happened in this movie, we we were laughing. Yeah, because like, we we're like, I'm leaving. When it pans around and the, the symbiotic twin is growing out of her head. And it's got arms and it's <laughs> screaming in agony. I'm like, holy shit, what is that? <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I think that was like my favorite part. Because that was mm-hmm. the only thing that was like actually scary. Yeah. Not like scary, scary, but gross and weird and uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. It's like cool. biological horror, which I think is... I think it's very mm-hmm. effective and kind of slept on, to be honest. I think it takes. I think biological horror takes effort, you know. Yeah, because then you go like all the makeup and stuff to make it look real. Yeah, I and, think it's fascinating. Mm-hmm, yeah, I think like a lot of movies that rely on biological horror tend to be pretty successful. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, this is the one part of the movie that does it well. And yeah, it was during that shot where it pans around. I'm just like, that fucked me up. And then <laughs> yeah. and then I'm just like, oh, that's kind of cool. Maybe we're gonna get something cool from this. So then we go back to the drug tank. And okay. then this is where, like, the movie loses the plot. Like, we lose sight. Well, I, this is where the old, this is where the old director quit. Here. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, we might have, we'll talk it out. We'll talk it out. Okay. Because, let's just, let's just go through it. Okay. So we get into this drunk tank. And this drunk tank has the weirdest assortment of characters. Of NPCs. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. <laughs> There's, like... There's like a, a a girl straight out of the seventies. Yeah, you have like biker chick with tattoos, and then yeah, some like girl in seventies wearing like tiger stripe like disco pants <laughs> with yeah. an afro and some big hoop earrings. And I made the comment. I was like, "Did you get thrown in jail for boogieing too hard? Like, <laughs> yes. what are you doing?" It was a weird assortment. Well, why? Like, I just like why? I have no I don't idea. Understand why that character was in there? That was goofy. And then so I don't even remember why. They just start beating the shit out of Emily. Yeah, for no reason. They're just like, what are you in for? And she's just like, oh, and they said, wrong answer. And just started beating the shit out of her. Yeah, and then this causes Gabriel to come out. Mm -hmm. And this is where we're like, we get the money shot of her head splitting open and Gabriel's little face like (laughs) coming out out of her head. And then she proceeds to rip and tear through all of these People. petty criminals like, like, like that someone just like stole a wallet someone shoplifted and then gabriel will, like rip them in half dude so that's another wild thing about this movie is like when gabriel takes over she is like superhuman very superhuman she, she can punch you in the face and like take your jaw off well she literally of fucking omni man someone through yeah, the chest through someone yeah like some injustice <laughs> yeah yeah like, she's doing that kind of shit. It's like, dude, how strong is Emily? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I will say that all all this stuff is so entertaining. It is it's, fucking awesome. Yeah. Because she it's doing this weird thing because she has to act like she's backwards. Mm-hmm. Oh, which was another thing you brought up is, like, her bones and body snaps back. Yeah. And, like, and then she just wakes up in the morning, like, not, like, she's like, mm, I'm a little sore today. <laughs> like, dude, no, like, it literally, like, the... 
the uh, subtitle said like bones cracking in parentheses <laughs> while her arms invert. It's just like, dude, what? You went to work the next day after that? <laughs> so, so she's like menacingly walking backwards at people <laughs> yeah. and like doing these matrix dodges and like flipping people over and crushing skulls. Yeah. And like ripping bones out of people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought it was awesome. I mean, it was like it was awesome, but just like not really in sync with what the movie no, not at all. should have been trying to do. Well, well here's sense. the thing: that fir- the first half of the movie was kind of boring mm-hmm. and nothing was happening. And then this was entertaining <laughs> for sure. Like, when the fucking train started, <laughs> I was like the all train- aboard. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I totally agree with you because like, we were di- we were dying. When like Gabriel starts fucking around and just doesn't care, you know, and so like yeah, uh, so she's beating these people on the cell senseless and just killing them, and then like the go- <laughs> this dude, so the cop security guard like is like ah oh, shit, and then like runs over and like sticks his arm <laughs> through the cell with the gun and starts shooting at Gabriel. Gabriel does like a spinning backflip over one of the ladies, uses them as a human shield, and then like throws them to the side breaks the dude's arm on the cell kills him and takes the keys yeah and, and that's how she gets out and i just want to say gabriel didn't take the gun because he knew he didn't need it <laughs> yeah dude who gives a fuck yeah. it's way cooler to cut people dude so so yeah gabriel dude oh dude the thing that gabriel was like a, a school shooter edgelord was like he was like he's like i want my stuff back <laughs> and so like he goes to the evidence locker gets the um gets the trench coat and we get like the aaron yeager slow motion coat shot we get the like, suit up scene yeah yeah no that's the thing it's like this he's horrifying but like it's like he's got this badass music playing in the background he's throwing the jack and i was like Bennett, <laughs> and then he like grabs the the trophy that he's turned into excalibur <laughs> And then he goes off to complete the mission, I so, guess. So then Gabriel just heads upstairs to where this this uh, the precinct is, where all mm-hmm. the policemen are. And, and, and the this precinct is like this giant boss, like raid boss room, essentially. <laughs> yeah, it's a video game room. Yeah. And there's like 35 police officers Dude, there. There are an in, like insane amount of cops in here shooting and, at Gabriel at once. And yeah, and Gabriel just starts mowing through them. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> okay, the thing too is like, Ga- like this is... I mean, it is an action movie. It wasn't advertised to be like that, but for for the negligible amount of sense that <laughs> that's going into like what's happening, this is like some pretty decent fight choreography. Mm-hmm. Like it, like it, it reminded me of John Wick. Like Gabriel's like slicing limbs off, flipping, kicking tables up to block bullets, using guys as shields, and he's like unstoppable. Well, yeah, I like some of that stuff is cool, but another thing that really pisses me off with this movie and also in a lot of movies is like so there's like 35 cops in here and they're all they're fully all armed shooting at him at once yes and then they all single file like walk yeah. towards gabriel yeah they, they all decided that they have to be at least two feet away for their <laughs> guns to work I, so it's like well if you all just took like three steps back and unloaded this would have been over well yeah that's true and yeah if everyone just stood back and said hey when he moves everyone shoot at him <laughs> You know what I mean? But it's like these cops went single file line. It's I like, mean, yeah. You see Jared gets his arm chopped off and then thrown through the skull of Dave. And you're like, hmm, I'm not maybe I shouldn't walk to that. towards that. Yeah, like, hey, let's hey, let's all back up and we'll just firing squad his ass whenever he leaves cover sort of yeah. thing, you know? But uh, yeah, Gabriel's flipping tables and like straight up dodging bullets. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like Gabriel's matrixing. He's, 
he's got cheat codes and he, he tears through all these policemen yeah. and there's just like just stacks of bodies on this mm-hmm. floor and then the, the detective and his yeah. partner show up like hmm what's going on Yo, here what's happening here dude yeah and i made the comment to zach like gabriel kills an insane amount of people and yeah. like i was like dude this is like whenever like your over leveled character comes back to like the level one part of the map <laughs> and you just start mowing people yes. down with zero effort like even gabriel gabriel was like an anime antagonist he was just like hmm, you know like just so edgy yeah and yeah so like our main uh our main detective guy and his grizzled veteran friend come in dude this reminded me of the chair <laughs> So well, no, hold on. Yeah, save this because I'm I'm dying over here. I'll, I'll save it for the chair. So, so they begin their fight with Gabriel, and so the detective is shooting at him but can't land a shot. And then, for some reason, the partner has like a police baton and is like dueling Gabriel, <laughs> which is like pick up a gun. Yeah, just pick up the forty-five guns. Yeah, there's like Duel of the Fates playing in the background as she's fighting Gabriel. Yeah. And then, like, she like ends up picking up a shotgun which is like pretty good i mean that that, out of all the guns that you can't really miss with and then misses four times in a row and it's and it's comical because gabriel will like run over a desk and she'll shoot and her bullet will land where gabriel was like four seconds ago well (laughs) yeah and then like the whole desk explodes it's like dude that desk is not saving you from these bullets. Yeah, like Gabriel, like you just got wall banged. <laughs> yeah, it's like they're not playing rainbow. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? So yeah, Gabriel, <laughs> but that's the thing, right? Gabriel should have Gabriel should look like Swiss cheese by this end of the scene. If that, you know, like between like all thirty five of those cops just with their full auto handguns that they never re- have to reload in this movie, uh-huh. and the shotgun that definitely hit Gabriel with this like you know cardboard desk that protected him like mm-hmm. he's dead but he just gets away with it with plot armor and then dude so gabriel while dueling these two like slices the stomach of like the main of the grizzled veteran mm-hmm. so she's like damn and she's out and then he also uses a chair and like breaks or dislocates the arm of like the main detective guy yeah and so i'm trying to remember what it is like she what does she do? I think she she gets him to run away with a shotgun, right? Yeah. And then she grabs her partner and says, shit, we got to go, you know? Right. So they're trying to get out the door. And then Gabriel, like, <laughs> like Chattius, picks up a chair. Dude, and he's on the other side of the, remember, this big raid boss room, right? And he, like, discus throws this chair, beautiful form. And it, like, sails across the room and crashes into the back of them. And it's just like, dude. That it was looked, an amazing throw. It looks so goofy. Yeah, it did. Because Gabriel did like the full discus spin. Yeah, yeah. Gabriel's looking like an Olympic athlete out here. It's just like impressive, you know? Well, and then like, so it crashes into them and they're like, oh, fuck. And then Gabriel just leaves. Yeah, he totally could have like, killed them. Like that was them. a straight up troll. Yeah. He just threw a chair at them yeah, on the way out. for good measure and then just left. <laughs> and it's like, dude, you could have killed them. Like no one would have stopped you. You, Everyone else is dead. Yeah. You know, he just he just oh. left because it was cool. He jumped to he jumped out and like his trench coat was billowing in the rain and the lightning. <laughs> so, so goofy. Oh yeah. And then it's at the hospital, right? Yeah. And then so Gabriel is going to go kill the sister and the mom mm-hmm. who who the the mom the adopted mother. No, the real mom who was yeah, in the, the real mom's in the hospital. Yeah, I guess the adopted mom's chilling. 
Yeah, they're just chilling yeah. out in Kentucky. Or wherever you forgot about her. So it's like, oh shit, we got to go to the hospital. And so again, Gabriel shows up to the hospital and is like fucking shit up. And finally gets to the room where the sister and the mom are. Mm-hmm. And then like, how do you, I don't even know how to explain it. Okay. So you, you go for it. <clears throat> I will do my best. So basically what happens is Gabriel shows up and uh, the sister and the mom are there and they're like, Emily. And Gabriel's like, Emily's gone. He's like, I've locked her up. You know, mm-hmm. she doesn't even know what's happening. I've, I've taken the wheel. And, um, <laughs> so he's like, you're fucked. Say your prayers. But <laughs> yeah. then the detective shows up and, um, okay. So shoots Gabriel, right? Yeah. Those no, are bullet shoots, holes. Well, he shoots Gabriel a couple times in like the chest. Yeah. And then you see Emily's face in this creepy ass contorted puppet body. And then he, he's like, tries to reason with her. He's like, Emily, no. And then, um, she kind of hears him in like the depths, you know? Yeah. And, uh, she's like, I must take control. But, but he's like, nah, this is still mine. <laughs> and what does he do? He like, oh, dude, he takes, dude, he takes the trophy sword dagger and like kunai's the detective against the wall so he's yeah. done flips the the hospital bed like a superhero and pins the sister takes the gun and then emily's like struggling to take control at this point mm-hmm. and then what we, we see is he brains the sister with the the gun and then right. stabs the mom or breaks her neck or kills her somehow yep but then we figure out that it was a twist. It was a twist because Emily took control of her body and tricked Gabriel into thinking he did those things. And then she goes anime protagonist on us <laughs> because then she says like, nah, you thought you had control, but I've actually got control. She's like, I've learned how to throw you in my genjutsu cell. <laughs> yeah. And then she's like, I'm in control now. And well, she's like, I can lock you up in here whenever I want. And he says, he says like, Oh, well, I'll be back. And she said, next time I'll be ready. And that made me burst out Dude, laughing. we died. Because it's like, what do you mean you'll be ready? He's yeah. you. <laughs> what the fuck does that even yeah. mean? So, yeah, the movie ends. She's like group hug with the mom and the sister. Mm-hmm. And then the movie ends. Oh, dude. One thing I also want to mention is like Gabriel is about to kill the sister and the mom. And this is before Emily takes control. And the mom is saying, I'm so sorry, Gabriel. I should have loved you like the son you were. You were my boy. It's like, no, no. This thing is an abomination. This is an yeah. affront to God. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like Gabriel is from like That's the... That's la- Yeah, like Gabriel crawled out of the Lazarus pit. Okay. Like, don't tell me that. You know, you don't love this thing. It's crazy and evil. And so now we have made it to the end of the movie. And it ended on a happy ending with the family back together. Is it really a happy ending, though? But one Gabriel's of my questions is... Alive? Like, here's the thing. It was Gabriel. But Emily definitely killed 45 cops back there. <laughs> and she is not facing any like, sort of you're justice. you the death penalty. I don't get what fuck figured out your problems. Yeah, dude. Like, yeah, Emily, we can't save you, and you're going to have to go down for this one. <laughs> like, I don't think the Supreme Court's going to buy it. Yeah, those those 50 families deserve justice. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, we made it to the end. It was a wild ride. I don't think it was what either of us were expecting <laughs> at all. Um, 
But you know we had a good time, at least. <laughs> it was wild, You man. could argue it was a waste of two hours. I oh, I argued that repeatedly. I was screaming to the heavens, Cade, give me my two hours back. You son of a bitch. <laughs> anyway, let's... Uh... Let's let's give our final thoughts. Some closing thoughts. Uh, yeah, do you want to go? Or no, do you I want... want you to go first. Dude, this movie fucking sucked. Oh my. Okay, dude. Here's the thing. Like, I can see some value in this movie if you're into movies that are so bad that you find like comedic value in them. I'm not really one of those people, but also just like how babblingly incompetent the writing in this movie is <laughs> is just amazing to me. Like. I almost like can't believe a human made this movie. Like, it's like um, dude, it's like Nvidia's rogue AI thought it should write like a horror movie. Yeah, well, it's well, just one side note that I've talked to you about is that so James Wan made this movie. Yeah, and he's the guy who made The Conjuring, like The Conjuring, who people consider like one of the best horror movies in yeah. like, recent times and stuff. Which and is, which is overblown in my opinion, but you know, whatever. Yeah, exactly, but. Yeah. But it's from that guy. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm telling you, I'm pretty sure a computer, a shitty computer simulation wrote this movie and all of the people in it were just deep faked. <laughs> that's kind of what think it feels so? like. That's you why, think a computer could come up with this? That's why the monologue was so robotic and terrible. It's because you can't, you don't know how to emulate I people think yet. The only thing that can bring around that scene of the cops is, is the, human is, ingenuity. Is the mind of a madman. <laughs> is, is, that's like... <laughs> The consequences of the industrial revolution. <laughs> I want to look inside of the mind of the CGI artist who had to make that scene. They were. It was a paycheck. Oh, absolutely. I mean, dude, they were laughing in the office. They, well, that shit was rendering. They were yeah. dying, dude. Yeah. So I think this movie was just like the visual equivalent of the grossest, soggiest garbage. <laughs> It was awful. Nothing about this movie was redeeming, like in its execution, nor in like, <laughs> nor in the logic of the movie. Like to even say there was logic in this movie is giving it more credit than it deserves. Nothing makes sense or lines up. Like the things that are common sense and should make sense are just overlooked, and then lines and dots are connected with to things that are not re- like relevant at all. Like all of the characters in the movie are You just, say that like it's a bad thing. All the characters in the movie are just like <laughs> sock puppets. Like they're just like going along for the ride. I just <laughs> I just don't understand. And like also some parts of this movie were like needlessly stylish. Mm-hmm. And like like there were some interesting shots where like in the beginning when she's like going through the house, like the camera's like panning. It, it's like you're looking at like a like an IRL floor plan, like a real time of the floor oh, yeah, plan of the house around. as she walks through it, just like cool. <clears throat> and it was, and like that kind of, like that kind of cinematography was like really stylish and good. And it reminded me of something I'd seen like hereditary. And then you got the spooky Transylvania castle where they're operating <laughs> on her and her conjoined twin. And then you got a heavy metal cover where you know, homunculus tumor John Wick is use, <laughs> is using a melee build on all of these like cops, and so it's just like I just don't know how to feel about the movie because it feels like twenty different. I it feels like a group project that was just like welded together. 
if that makes sense. Oh, like, yeah, this dude over understand. here wanted to make an action movie. This person over here wanted to make a horror movie. This person over here didn't give a fuck and just said, I'll do whatever, you know, just like, tell me what to make, you know? And so that's just yeah. kind of what it feels like. Yeah, for sure. What what, uh, what rating would you give Two it? Two out of ten. Don't watch it. Okay, let me ask you this. What keeps it from being a one? What keeps it from being a one was probably the fact that it made us laugh a few times. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. That's what brings it out of the depths. And there was like some pretty decent choreography going on in the fight scenes when he was like mm -hmm. doing some Sasuke sword moves on the guys and like cutting limbs and stuff off. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. That took work. <laughs> Okay, so you're giving it a two. Yeah, I, I am so torn because on one hand, if you this... want to give it like a higher score just because like you really like the angle of it being so bad, it's good. I get that. Like I know people <clears throat> who are like, that. well, that's the thing. I'm the kind of person like obviously I'm pretty hard on movies, but if a movie is so bad, it can be funny. Like it's like hilarious, kind of like how Wonder Woman 1984 is to us. Mm -hmm. Where like. That is an abomination and it's hilarious that it was even made. Yeah. You know, I feel that same feeling here because. Oh, dude, but Wonder Woman 1984 is hilarious. <laughs> it is funny. And I feel that same way with this one. Where it's it's not, like... But it's not like that funny is a thing. It's only towards <laughs> it's the end. Funny. Well, here's the. Okay, so here's the thing. I'm torn because the movie in and of itself, like, if you're just looking at it like a, like a critic, it fucking blows. <laughs> it, it is absolutely awful absolutely nothing between i don't even think the cinematography is that great it did like three cool shots and it's a two-hour yeah. movie the acting was terrible the writing was terrible the cgi was terrible the plot was terrible i mean it was fucking awful and at some point you think it will redeem itself and it keeps getting worse Dude, that's the thing you think it's getting better and then it just jumps off a cliff so but okay but i said all this but the fact that they went just full send on the superhero John Wick school shooter angle is amazing. I think that is fantastic because like I'm imagining this movie like because the first half was boring as fuck and no one cared. Yeah. If that had been the whole movie, I probably would have hated it. But the fact that they went full send and we got to see this guy like mow down like a lawnmower through these cops is awesome. It's the magic of movie making, baby. <laughs> We've seen it. Hey, yo, this is the marvel of the industrial revolution. <laughs> so I'm torn. I'm completely torn. I mean, it's just up to you. Like, do you like? Do you want to give something a good rating? If the con no, no. if the single condition, well, here's the conditional statement is if you like terrible <laughs> movies. <laughs> It's probably a red flag. <laughs> like, hey, if you like dog shit, then this is a great movie. Here's some dog out, shit for you to eat. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> I think... <clears throat> I think I've got to agree with a two. <laughs> because they'll... here. It's a two. I mean, everything fucking sucks. But here's, <laughs> here's the thing. <laughs> everything fucking sucks in this movie. But here's the thing. It is it is it is a two, yet it is also a movie that I can recommend <laughs> to a very specific kind of person. Exactly, where it's like you know who you are. Like <laughs> if you like just just wild shitty movies that just it's like an idea that never should have come to fruition. Then <laughs> this is the movie for you. Exactly. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's nothing really good to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it is just so bad that you, I found enjoyment out of it. It's like. 
the movie, like, but whenever it finished up, I was like sitting there and I just thought it was so bizarre that I was living in a world where this movie was created. That's the magic of it, dude. That's <laughs> like, the magic of bad like, movies. I was sitting there and I was like, dude, like 20 times my college tuition went into making <laughs> this train wreck of a movie. Like, and it's I... going to make like 20 bucks. What I like to think is the director looking at it afterwards, like before they ship it out, and he's like, "Yep, this is the product I envisioned. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. This, this is, is my magnum opus." <laughs> Sign John Hancock that and send it out, dude. I mean, the, dude. I mean, dude. He had to have like lost a bet with like a rich benefactor, there, dude. And, there's hilarious lines of dialogue. There's some goofy ass sets where they're down in the haunted house beneath Seattle. <laughs> they're in like the Transylvania Asylum. Dude, yeah, it's it's pretty. With amazing. the actual green light shining in the windows of <laughs> Asylum and stuff, it is crazy. Um, yeah, it's a two though. Uh, don't don't spend money. Don't no. do, do not spend money on pirate this. this. Pirate it. I I would one two three movies this hoe. <laughs> yeah, it's it's worth an ad or a virus. I would say, but. <laughs> Don't buy it. Oh my god. Um, I think I could recommend it to very specific people that could like it. But um Yeah, if you're a masochist in the cinema in the cinema industry, then this is for you. But you gotta have some friends. You're probably gonna wanna be drunk while you're watching this, and I think you'll have a good time. Cause I, I think one of the biggest problems is that the trailer made it out to be like this this serious horror movie, like the conjuring or hereditary. Yeah. Dude, I'm just saying that. This isn't something I've perceived as being a problem in the industry, but it seems like a new thing. I mean, this is the second movie we've seen pretty pretty recently where the advertising was not very honest. Well, okay. To be fair, how the fuck do you advertise this movie? Like, if you were given the job to make a trailer for this movie... You also have to think, though, if, if I make a movie and I think there's no good way to seriously advertise it, maybe it shouldn't exist. <laughs> no that's fair but i'm like what would you do if uh someone else makes the movie so it's not your shit idea but you have to make the trailer it's like hmm well i don't i guess it was like an advertising agency that probably did it so yeah exactly so it's like hmm, i you, i can't just show the part of them cutting up all the cops because that's like the best part of the movie you can't ruin that yeah you just make oh it's kind of spooky you just know, do the cinema like the cinema voice was like, it's so bad, it's good. And then it shows it like carving through cops and everything like that. And then you parse together like some shitty dialogue. In the You're going to tell everyone it's bad beforehand? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, it was a wild ride. I enjoyed it. I don't feel like I wasted two hours. But, that, but I'm also thinking like if I was alone watching this, I would have been sad. <laughs> Dude, I was sad. And I watched it with you. <laughs> I would have just been there just like, holy shit, what no, am I, I doing? No, I mean, I was literally sitting there with my eyes glazed over <laughs> at the end of it, just like, just like, just screaming internally, like the humanity <laughs> of what I just had to witness. And just like, I was just imagining, like, there's so, so many things you can do in two hours. So many nap, <laughs> stare at drywall, you know, watch paint dry. But I was watching oh. this movie. Yeah, well... I'm uh, I'm glad you guys stuck with us this far. <laughs> yeah, got, got through this wild ride. <laughs> it was wild. I mean, hey, you know what you like. <laughs> if, if this sounds like the movie for you, I mean, go for it. It's crazy. You can honestly just skip halfway through. Just listen to us. Well, we gave you like the fast track to get through the bad part. Just start start in yeah. the drunk tank. <laughs> start in the drunk tank and yeah. you enjoy the rest. Yeah, and then you'll save like 
an hour and 15 minutes. You'll just get the good stuff. <laughs> oh, well, thanks yeah. guys for listening. Yeah, thank you guys for joining us for this episode. It was a great time. We'll catch you next time. See you guys. Next time. <laughs>